Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's August the 11th and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1939 and we travel to Johannesburg in South Africa, where George Francis Rayner Ellis was born. He is now the Emeritus Distinguished Professor of Complex Systems in the Department of Mathematics and Applied Mathematics at the University of Cape Town in South Africa and is considered one of the world's leading theorists in cosmology. A cosmologist and Quaker, he was the inaugural president of the International Society for Science and Religion and has recently been awarded the $1.1 million Templeton Prize for advocating balancing the rationality of evidence-based science with faith and hope. Inspired by his first-hand experiences in South Africa, as it peacefully transformed from apartheid to a multiracial democracy without succumbing to civil war. See the podcast of April the 15th. Ellis described that history as a, a confounding of the calculus of reality that can only be explained as the causal effect of forces beyond the explanation of hard science, including issues such as aesthetics, ethics, metaphysics and meaning. George Ellis became internationally famous for co-authoring the large-scale structure of space-time with Stephen Hawking, which was very influential in the development of the general relativity theory and is a standard reference work now on the subject. Using mathematics, it included their famous singularity theorems for classical relativity theory and some important theorems on the nature of the black holes. And because it was an abbreviated presentation of difficult topics, students often refer to it as the yellow peril. Ellis has dedicated his academic career into exploring whether or not there was a start to the universe and also is the one universe or many, the evolution of complexity, the functioning of the human mind, as well as the intersection of these issues with areas beyond the boundaries of science. However, his experiences of apartheid in South Africa took him out of this abstract realm of pure mathematics and cosmology. As a Quaker, he was deeply committed to social justice, involved in various projects, supporting those suffering from the racist policies in South Africa. And so he was profoundly affected by the peaceful transition to a post-apartheid world. He used the term kenotic ethics to speak of a way of bringing wholeness to people, systems and nations. The Greek word kenosis means emptying. Thus a canotic God is a God who empties himself to suffer with, suffer for and suffer through in a non-self-preserving manner. For Ellis, a committed Quaker, Jesus Christ was the primarily Mary model of this ethic. And he models the nature of God in his life, death and lordship. In history, Gandhi, Mandela, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission and many others have followed this way of canotic ethics 
and have shown it to be the most powerful form of healing available to the world. He became more and more interested in what he called the science, religion and ethics triad and the true nature of deep ethics. A moral realist, he believed that we discover ethics rather than inventing it. And however unlikely, he linked this to his cosmology, arguing that this deep ethics is embedded in the universe and will thus be discovered by deeply moral beings in the vicinity of Alpha Centauri or the Andromeda galaxy, just as it has been discovered by all major religions here on Earth. Some of his recent books developed this. Before the Beginning, an introductory book on modern science and cosmology, stresses the limits of science and it concerns the possibility of a religious understanding of the existence of the cosmos, emphasising the significance of self-sacrificial kenotic ethics. Followed up by another book titled On the Moral Nature of the Universe, Cosmology, Theology and Ethics, he related the science and religion debate to ethics and continued to make a proposal for realist kenotic ethics based on an underlying purpose or telos to the universe. The book includes a useful summary of cosmology and of the scientific understanding of the hierarchical structure of complex systems and an analysis of the ethical suppositions underlying the social sciences. His ability to bring together different academic disciplines is in many ways innovative and reminiscent of theological luminaries such as Aquinas. The difference is that the bodies of knowledge that he is linking are much more specialised than in the 13th century. One of the quotations that could sit comfortably with a classic summer is this, ethics is causally effective and provides the highest level of values that set human goals and choices. Consequently, a crucial issue is the origin of ethics. On the other hand, and the nature of ethics, I am a moral realist, that is, I believe that we discover the true nature of ethics rather than inventing it. Indeed, it is only if ethics is of this nature that it has a truly moral character. That is, it represents a guiding light that we ought to obey. He was awarded the Templeton Prize in 2004. See the podcast of July the 8th. And in a statement on receiving the prize, he said... We have developed a cosmological model that is both observationally viable and eternal. It has existed forever and so never had a beginning. We are still exploring whether it can meet all observational constraints. So far, it has passed these tests. With other colleagues, I have been examining the issue of the multiverse. Is there only one universe? Was our universe but one of many, as some have suggested? Cosmology is, a very acti- is at a very active and fruitful stage, and there are still many fascinating puzzles to resolve. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. 
Join us tomorrow, Vikan, as we look at the tradition of popes awarding golden roses as a sign of reverence or affection. For this year's archive of podcasts, visit www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogpod at gmail.com. If you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. And have a lovely day wherever you are. And thanks for listening.